Hello, everybody. My name is Joe Renee Feeler, and welcome to this introductory call. And I hope you're ready to receive your own personal turbo boost. <laughs> Let's start with a couple nice deep breaths, please. And I recommend in through the nose and out through the mouth. And I'll just say a brief invocation here. As we settle in, I recommend you close your eyes for just a moment and just allow your attention to go from the beautiful inside of your brain and just expanding your awareness bigger and bigger to also be a bubble of awareness that includes your heart space, engaging your gorgeous, sophisticated brain, your mind, and your heart at the same time. Nice deep breath. <sighs> Relaxing our shoulders. And we are intending for us each to receive an amazing gift in this experience tonight or today or this morning or whatever you're listening to this, reminding us uniquely that we have so much more available to us than even we are presently experiencing. No matter where we are in the expansion of our consciousness and the raising of vibration, there's always more because we are infinite energy while we are also human. Nice deep breath. <sighs> okay, welcome. I am so glad that you're here. I'm, it's it's unusual. Most of the stuff that I share, I'm not using slides, so <laughs> pardon me if I'm a little clunky with it with uh, operating slides while uh, while doing this. So first of all, thank you for being here. I know there's a lot of choices with how you spend your time, and I hope that you'll find this experience very positive, and um, helping you see potentially another way to live your humanness alongside your higher self. So the purpose overall is for me to get the chance to briefly introduce myself and offer you an experience of that personal turbo boost that we talked about earlier. So it's going to be in the form of kind of like a meditation, kind of like an activation. Um, but I'm never asking you to leave your body. I'm not a, I'm not a big proponent of out-of-body experiences. Um, I don't feel like they're necessary. And there's another way of expanding our our awareness and having very rich spiritual experiences. We actually don't leave our humanness. We go deep within our humanness, straight into what many know as the heart chakra, into an interdimensional layers of energy, into various you know, varied dimensional ranges of energy that are akin to our higher self. It's inside of ourselves. It's not outside of ourselves. Okay. Um, I'll also be sharing with you um, a process that I've created um, with my higher self to assist. It assisted me and it's assisted others and it could assist you. So we'll spend some time on that. We'll take your questions and I'll offer the best answers I have access to. And I'll offer um, a special introduction to join me for an upcoming experience that I have. Okay, so I'm just going to be clear with you. Yes, there's a Benny for you right now. And yes, I have something I want to offer you as well. So I like to be authentic in, in what I'm doing here. <laughs> 
Okay, a brief introduction on myself. Um, and by the way, there's a whole host of interviews I've done over the years and my about section on my website at joereneefeeler.com. You'll learn a lot more. Um, but basically, I've developed a process and uh, I have expertise and mastery in actually living as our higher selves. I've guided um, clients from all over the world through this process for themselves. And it's not a cookie cutter approach because none of you are cookie cutter. The biggest distinguishment between myself and other spiritual teachers is that I'm assuming your mastery. I, it, is, it is my core foundation of knowledge that we arrive here on this planet with masterful energies available to us. You don't need to earn it back. You don't need to relearn everything. There is a completely different way of doing this where you re-hyphen member everything you need to for this journey. And it is far beyond your five human sensory awareness system. It is an interdimensional way of being and it changes the game of humanity. This to me is the crux of human evolution living beyond our five human senses, remembering we can, knowing there's more, and accessing that more. And it just keeps getting better from this standpoint. And I've seen amazing transformation in my own life by living this way. Um, when I remembered um, more of my higher self um, energies and uh, timeless wisdom, abilities, gifts, insights, love, compassion, healing, and that was initiated for me at um, my 38th year of life um, in 2008. And I never looked back. And what I realized is that we don't have to completely turn our back on our former life. I am, I've been married uh, 21 years now. My husband and I got married in 1993. Um, am I a completely different version of myself from the one that married my awesome husband, Jeff? Yes, I'm a completely metamorphosized, metamorphed uh, version of that. And yet I have realized through my own human experiences and being very human for the first 38 years that you need not say um, adios to your loved ones. You need not um, abandon your personality. You don't need to leave your brain behind. And like I said in the intro, please don't. <laughs> please don't leave your brain behind. Um, we can still be very high functioning in our humanness while also truly pioneering another way to be human. So I'm not alone in this. Um, some of you on this call have already been um, experiencers of my work, and I celebrate all of us, whether you are new to my work or whether you have had your own amazing experiences of expansion. And I'm excited to share with you potentially a new way of doing this. Okay? All right. So um, let's get straight into <laughs> that personal turbo boost experience, shall we? All right, so um, I took a couple notes for myself uh, as I was uh, receiving in, in uh, my own divine insight, you know, that inner voice that has genius ideas. Well, I, I, I like to live there, <laughs> and there were some amazing ideas for what we could do here. Okay, um, I'm going to get a drink of water for just a moment here, and you may wish to do the same. Um, just hold on a second. Let me get a drink. All right, so let the personal turbo boost begin. <laughs> All right, just like we did at that that beginning at that beginning section, 
Let's close our eyes and I encourage you to relax your shoulders. Slow down your breathing here. Let's take some nice deep breaths and slow down that breathing. Please pull your shoulders down away from your ears. Okay, and let me kind of guide you with a bit of a kind of a hypothetical, but I would say very real perspective and story for us. Let's imagine a version of you. A version of you that helped you choose whether you wanted to be born as the person you are. Hmm. Relaxing your shoulders again, please. Imagine that version of you that loves you as much as source energy or what some of us call God. Imagine that that version loves you just as God loves you, without condition. Just receive for a moment that sense of being so cared for, so supported, and so loved by a version of God that's your dreamiest version of source, of God, of creator. The one that you want to be true. The one that can be true. Perfectly divine, perfectly loving, and perfectly connected to you right now. Okay, I see a surge of divine energy um, coming into your energy field through your heart chakra. To me, it looks very um, indigo in color with a lot of platinum rays to it, also golden rays, yellow, white, um, and a lot of healing, a lot of emerald green um, components to it. And just even if you can't see that, that's okay. And that's why I'm sharing with you what I'm seeing. Just asking you to receive and be present, please. Okay. Now, from this place, please consider all the roles that you play in your humanness. You're obviously a son or a daughter. I can, I can guarantee you're one of those. You may also be a mother or a father or a sister or a brother. You might be a grandmother or a grandfather. And you're the grandson and granddaughter of somebody. So there's your bloodlines, right? Your higher self, this divine energy knows that about you. Helped you choose those, actually, even though there might be part of you that's saying, no, I did not pick that, if you're not quite in harmony with your blood family yet. Okay, relaxing those shoulders again. Please smile. If you're not smiling, just allow this possibility to be true, that you chose that blood family Possibly not because how amazing it was if it wasn't so amazing, but that somehow you were going to be able to use that genetic DNA to be your higher self in this reality, no matter what your parents were or weren't to you, that you would have the free will and the authority and the ability to be your version of eternal energy, even with that DNA, 
even with that genetic component that is you. Okay, nice job. Please put your hand over your heart for a moment here as we just activate that genetic lineage to its highest vibration for you right now. Helping you trust that there is a purpose and a method to this madness of the genetics that is you. Or if you're already in harmony with your blood family, that you feel the sense of possible love and appreciation or even compassion for the bloodline that you are a direct descendant of. Feeling the light-based energy glorifying the genetics of you. Nice job, you guys. Okay. Now let's consider the roles that we chose to play in this reality. Maybe you're a wife or a husband. Maybe you have a career. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you've chosen to be a healer. Think about your actual profession, whether you're currently in that profession or possibly you've left that profession. That was part of your identity in this lifetime. Think about your education, your K-12 through experience or your higher education experience and how that identifies you. And let's consider some of the other ways that we identify ourselves. Some of us identify ourselves based on our sexual orientation. Some of us know ourselves as a religious experience that we may have had or are having or a spiritual experience that we have had or are having. Some of us identify based on what we eat or don't eat. (laughs) That's okay, too. (laughs) Okay. Okay, again, relax those shoulders and nice deep breath here. Now, what I want to point out to you, if you haven't noticed it yet, is that everything we've just talked about related to your bloodline, um, we didn't talk about your personality characteristics, about whether you're extroverted or introverted, or whether you are super smart, or you consider yourself uh, very creative, or both of those things, maybe. But all of these things are related to the earthly journey and this reality. This is a temporary reality on earth. And those identifying characteristics become much less relevant once we're done, once this human journey is deemed by us as our higher selves to be complete. When we are on another side of this reality, we don't identify ourselves as those things any longer. They become a part of our experience as our soul, not our identity. Let's just contemplate that for a minute. Relaxing your hands in your lap, and I recommend your palms up on your lap. Just receiving this idea that some of the things that we care so much about here in how we view ourselves and how others know us, that they matter a lot, but there's a whole bunch more available to us in how we identify ourselves. Okay. 
So all of these ways in our humanness that we identify ourselves. Let's make that into a bubble that's about the size of, let's say, a grapefruit, okay? And it's beautiful and it's whole and it's complete and it's a sphere. It's round like a ball. And then outside of that grapefruit, there is a huge construct. Let's give it Let's give it the size of the planet, the size of Earth. And let's pretend that that's our soulfulness. That's our higher self-energy. And that's eternal. And it's also whole and complete. Beautiful job. Now let's visualize and guide that grapefruit to kind of spin around in that, in that, that bigger sphere, the size of Earth. And it can bounce around like a pinball. It can just float. But it can go anywhere in that higher self energy. Okay? It can go up and down. It can go right to left. Hmm. Let's play a game. Let's play a game where the grapefruit energy of your humanness gets bigger. Let's make it the size of a, um, a football slash soccer ball, if you're like me in, in the U.S. Okay, now let's make it as big as a ball that would fit a small car. Okay, good. Nice. Okay, now let's make it as big as a ball that would fit a skyscraper. Notice how you are feeling in that bigger ball that would fit a skyscraper. Hopefully you're feeling more free, more weightless, more empowered. Lots of choices for you. Lots of love that you are capable of receiving now that you're a bigger sphere of experience. Lots of different timelines and choices available to you. Limitless perspectives of who you are, why you're here, what you've been doing, what you are doing, and what you can do in the future. Opens up a whole host of possibilities by having your energy field be this big. And it's still within the context of your higher self. Okay, please place both hands on your heart, one over the other. As we ask, each of us ask our higher self for an opportunity of invoking this higher self energy for ourselves. Dear friend, you have a full right to that higher self energy from right where you are. There's nothing more you need to learn. There's no karma you need to work off. There's no twin flame or soulmate you need to find to get the special key to access this higher self. It's yours. It's only for you. And you have full access to all of that energy, all of that love, all of that support, all of that grace, all of that compassion for you to receive it, for you to share it, 
for you to create from it, for you to be whatever you want to be in this lifetime. Full sovereignty available right now, right here from your higher self. Nice deep breath. Relaxing those shoulders and just rotate those shoulders backwards and forwards for a moment here. Put a smile on your face if you don't have one on there already. And wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes. Ah, okay. All right, you can open your eyes if you haven't already. So what we just did there wasn't available to us. 10 years ago. We have tuned the vibrational range of Earth and of humanity to the point that this experiencing of your higher self energy from right now, wherever you are in your vibration, wherever you are in your human journey, full access to it by claiming it, by knowing it's yours, and by trusting that it's available to you. Okay, I'm going to get another drink. You may want to do the same thing here. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, I hope you're all doing well. I can't wait to, to get to the Q&A. <laughs> Let's just open up the calls really quick here and uh, check in and see how everybody's doing. <laughs> so if you want to share something and you're on the phone live, just click star two to raise your hand. Or you can also type in your questions in the question box. <sighs> okay, Jan, I see your hand up. I'm coming over, area code 516. Hi there. Hi, how are you? I'm great. That was wonderful. <clears throat> I heard you on Healing with the Masters, and I was very impressed and touched. Mm. And um, I feel like so much is going on in my life. I've mm. been through many changes. Um, everything's good. But I, I, I want to do more, and I wonder what it is, what you see, what my higher self. It's like I, I, I feel like maybe sometimes, but what is she saying? Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Um, I wasn't intending on doing private readings tonight, but I oh, will definitely. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna throw one in here because, <laughs> because I want to. <laughs> Um, the first thing I could feel when when you started sharing, Jan, is how much you've accomplished. I mean, dear God, sister, <laughs> you've been through a lot in your life, and here you are. And I just feel that there's a part of you that didn't know if you'd still be here right now, but you are. 
that tells me so much about you in terms of your strength, your courage, and I feel tremendous depth that's available to you in your journey. We all have so much more beyond our five human senses. And what I realized in my journey is that there is a unique way for each and every one of us that that higher self energy kind of um, slides in to our experience. For some of us, it prevents uh, or presents, I want to say, it presents itself as um, an, a very noticeable form of giftedness, whether that's intuition or healing gifts and other things. And I also have come across many, many people that it's not even about the gifts and what you can do as much as it is about how you feel, um, a sense of purpose in your life, a sense of clarity about who you are and why you're here and, and choosing to trust that and move forward from that sense of trust. Um, getting out of the, the rat race kind of experience that, that a lot of people are in in spirituality. There have been, and you already heard my interview, obviously, Jan, with um, with Jennifer, where I explained this mm-hmm. briefly, but we, spirituality even, even in a new age kind of context or a consciousness community and even the ufology sort of realms, um, we're still kind of in the in the matrix, in the, the maze, feeling like a, a mouse chasing the cheese, you know, hoping we're doing it right and hoping we're making progress from other incarnations and all these things. And what I've expressed to my higher self, and I feel like we have authority when we do this, I said, I'm sick of seeing people in this maze. And I know I don't want to be in it either, but I don't want to witness all these amazing people around me in this maze either. There's got to be another way. There's got to be another way to get through this journey in a state of divine grace. And by declaring that I wanted it and that I felt like we should have it and I had a sense that we could have it, that's when I started accessing a lot of this kind of timeless wisdom that I share in all of my work. Um, So I want to encourage you that whatever hasn't been working, Jan, that you remain I want to say open, that you as your higher self have probably been, I want to say, working in another dimensional state, saying, okay, me as Jan, I'm frustrated by X, Y, and Z, and this and this is going well, but this other stuff is is not getting me as far as I thought it would. And every time you do that, we change this reality. It's almost like um, putting in a a call request or um, like a customer service feedback thing. We We want change here. And it does offer change. We change this reality by making those requests. It is like an answered prayer. But sometimes when we are still living in the same way, still maybe working with the same teachers or following the same principles, not adjusting our truths and beliefs to a new energy profile, we don't get that new result because we're not allowing ourselves another way to access our divine energy. So what I was offering you in that personal Turbo Boost experience is one example of another way that we can identify ourselves, consider ourselves, and access the divine energy we are accordingly. Okay. So my question to you is, does that make sense? (laughs) And if it doesn't... Um, Tell me how. <laughs> I'll try another way. <laughs> no, no, no. I I understand what you're saying, and I I feel, um, you know, I, I do feel 
that's what I was saying, at times very connected with my higher self, and I, I've always felt that that was the ultimate place to be, that even angels and guides are just there to direct you to your higher self. Because oh, ultimately, I love that. Yes. So I, you know, I can't say it's a steady thing. Um, I, it's taken me a very long time, but I could look in the mirror now, which I've never been able to do, and absolutely love her, <laughs> love me. Oh. Damn. So Good. I just I I just when I say I want more I want more I I would like to have yeah. access to that on a more um, you know I'm starting a new business I'm excited about it but we've got a little you know things happen as always and like the new moon it will start uh, next mm-hmm. Saturday so I just there's so much happening and yeah. I thought yeah. And you're a part of everything that's happening. That's what I'm getting from <laughs> from from your higher self, from your team. So one aspect um, that just kind of shown in when you were talking about that is that you are looking for more and your higher self is pointing out to you that you are experiencing um, new ways of being yourself and you have, uh, I want to say, achieved new um, insights on how lovable you are, how beautiful you are from the inside out. And I celebrate that with you because I know how important that is and how wonderful that feels in this reality. The other part I love that I'm seeing in your in your energy signature is that you know that you're not done, not in terms of you're not whole, but like it's so it's not a state of, you know, I'm I'm still broken. It's what I see in you, which I love because I, I I encourage all of my all of my clients in my audience to consider themselves this way is I'm amazing right now and it just gets better from here. That's what right. infinite energy is, is there's always more love. There's always more, if you will, wisdom. There's always um, a deeper sense of trust. There's always something else to be curious about and another way to do things that may feel even better than the way that we're currently doing them. So to me, source energy becomes finite, and I, I know you heard this on the Jennifer call, source energy becomes finite if it doesn't care, if it's indifferent, if it doesn't have desires, and if it feels like there's nothing left. That to me is not God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that tells me you're tapping into that depth of soulfulness of you because you're saying I'm pretty amazing right now I can look at myself in the mirror and love what I see and love who I am and guess what I feel like there's more <laughs> and I my I agree with you you're right there's always more so I, I, I love I, open I feel like yeah, I'm just starting I'm just oh, starting I love that yeah and in a way we're always just starting because this this group that I tend to kind of hang out with and that that can hear me in the way that you can hear me we are we are the type of pioneer that even i mean columbus came back and forth to this reality to this to this land many times he's he's a natural adventurer and i know that a lot of us have um not so happy feelings sometimes about columbus but maybe magellan (laughs) was a higher vibe version or galileo or da vinci um or so many other uh you know, Nikolai Tesla, there's so many pioneers that we know of in our humanness that always wanted to do more. Michelangelo was creating until the day he transitioned. There was always something new to create. And I see, I have goosebumps and God bumps all over me as I talk about Michelangelo. Um, 
those are our comrades. Mm -hmm. They aren't a legacy for us to live up to. They're a representation of we are what we are also. And the more that we can see ourselves this way, the more game-changing we become in our own lives. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so I'm noticing time here, Jan. Did, was that okay. semi? <laughs> it was wonderful. I hope it, was just a, it, it was a wonderful experience. Thank you. Good. You're so welcome. And I obviously would love to talk to you again another time. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Jan. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that was so f fun to interact with you, Jan. Thank you so much. And I'm guessing that some of what we experienced there was relevant to others that are on the call as well. Okay, so let's move on here. Let's go deeper. So can we live as our higher selves? Yes, we definitely can. Let me switch the slides here. Okay, there we go. So we definitely can live as our higher selves. I know that that is a stretch for some people in terms of their ability to grasp that. To me, it is so much about why we are here, about why we incarnated. There was something about our higher self that looked at this reality and said, wow, they are contracted beyond our comprehension. What if a group of us incarnated right now came into this experience pre-wired ourselves to totally bust out of any sort of restriction, any sort of constraint, and we had an inner voice that would consistently guide us into a more evolutionary way of being ourselves. We would defy the expectations of possibly our parents, our teachers, um, others that maybe just couldn't see us for as, as big and as empowered as we are. We are system busters, and that doesn't have to mean um, in a negative way where we bang our heads against the wall. It can mean, like the examples that we gave earlier, a da Vinci, a Galileo, a Van Gogh, a Nikolai Tesla, a Jesus. What if all of those pioneering archetypes are part of what we are. And that's why we've never felt like we fit in, perhaps. Because we didn't come here to fit in to the present day version of humanity. We came here to set in motion from the inside out. A version of humanity that can love ourselves and love others that can create with purpose and meaning, that can envision a decision-making process for ourselves and for this world, where the decision just isn't good enough until everybody has the potential of being uplifted by it. And that any real solution uplifts all in the process a version of humanity that can honor the free will of ourselves while honoring the free will of others, honoring their choices, their ability to choose their own beliefs, while we consistently reevaluate ours 
The human roles that we play are an experience. They're not our identity. Our identity is source energy. And our humanness is an experience. And we can integrate the two. Now, I admit, honestly and openly, that because we are pioneers, we aren't handed the map and says, here, follow these steps. That's not a pioneer. That's a follower. We are leaders of human evolution. We follow our instincts. We follow our hearts. And we follow that inner voice, the same one that's guided you your whole life, that's been fully present. The one that when someone said, you can't, there was an inner voice that said, I think I can. I think they're wrong about me. And I don't care if I prove it to them. I'm going to prove it to myself. That I'm limitless. And I want to behave and animate my human journey in no other way. But the limitlessness that I feel in my soul and in my heart. You've been doing this your whole life. And I'm so glad you're here because I see that what I offer is different than what you offer and what you care about is different than what I care about. And I love that all the bases are covered by a group like this. It's perfect this way, you guys. Okay. So these other rhetorical questions on here is why would we want to live as our higher self? When we are living from just our humanness, we are limited. The five human senses was an energetic structure that we used to separate from our God essence. So the sixth sense, as it's known, is far more than one sense. And it's far more than an additional five senses. It's like an omnipresent set of an energy field that is like what we did in that turbo boost experience of contemplating the relative size of the ball of the planet and the ball of a grapefruit in a grocery store or on your tree in your backyard. That's the relative magnitude. That's the relative empowerment that we're talking about here. Your only limitation is your own sense of what's possible by your beliefs, your truths, and your brain. Einstein, another comrade, at one point said something to the effect of real solutions have to come from a different perspective, a different level of consciousness than the consciousness that created the problem to begin with. The problems, the challenges of this world, of Earth, and of humanity were created from the context of the five human senses and a linear-oriented perspective of nature, of reality, of science, driven by a very mental construct. And it's awesome, that mental construct, But there's more. There's the divine construct that we relate to on other levels outside of the human brain. When you die, when you're done with this journey, 
for those that rely on our brains, this is um, possibly a blow to the ego, your brain stops working. But there's another level of consciousness that doesn't stop working, and that's your divine consciousness. You can also call it your heart consciousness. Some do. To some, that feels a little too airy-fairy, and I I, I get that. <laughs> as, a, as a fellow rationalist, I, I, I sometimes heart consciousness just feels a little too airy-fairy, but it works for some, and that's fine too. There's more that we have available to us, and that's that divine realm. It's that higher self-energy, the part of you that is a creative genius in your best moments. Okay, so how do we go deeper into that higher self-connection? When I was turning myself on, um, my consciousness, my awakening, my activation, whatever you want to call it, when I was 38 and 39 years old, I began looking for a human teacher because that's what I had always done when I wanted to reach a next level. I looked for someone that was an expert. Um, that's how I did it for my undergraduate programs. That's how I did it for my MBA. That's how I learned anything was I found someone else who knew more than I did about a topic. And as I was exploring, what I realized is that many Possibly all, I don't know, I didn't do full research on this, but what I realized is that the human, the fellow human teachers that I saw within consciousness and spirituality were assuming that I was a kindergartner starting at square one. But that's not how I felt. I was already feeling quite connected to my higher self energy, to the divine realms, to a sense of wisdom and healing and consciousness that just turned on for me. And I was looking for a human teacher that could help me get to whatever that next level was. But what I realized is they wanted me to start at square one, and I wasn't willing to do that. So I have dialogue with what I call my team, which is like a higher self energy, but it's more than oneself. It's like a Wembley Stadium sort of hugeness of really whatever I want in terms of questions and answers and higher self divine realm connection i call it my god card i used my god card as i do in throughout my life and i said i why why are they doing it this way and the energetic response i got was they're not looking for mastery they're looking for students and i said but we're all students and teachers at the same time we all have something to share with another, even when we're born as a newborn, we are teachers and we are students. So I knew that I didn't want to do it that way. I didn't want to follow somebody else's um, training program or protocol that assumed I was just a student and not a master. So I said, if you will, to my higher self, who all who knows who can treat me as the master that I already am in a state of rehyphen membering? And they said, How about us? And they said, You've already been working with us, quote unquote. And I agreed. And in the course of my work, I realized through my client work that there was a core fundamental set of knowings, teachings that I had access to and was operating from 
um, just somehow organically or naturally that others didn't have. And I knew that they would benefit from having it. So my team, if you will, my higher self was guiding me to actually get more uh, linear in a way and translate this energy into a series of information. And I did. So in the summer of 2011, I think it was, I set it up. I felt that it would be 10 sessions, and I decided to set it up. Um, um, I, I mean, some would call it channeling. I'm not channeling a separate entity. I'm an interdimensional translator of my higher self, and this series of information came through. Since then, I have shared it multiple times as group experiences on its own. I've updated it as the energies in this reality updated. Um, the, the core series needed to be updated. I used to call it the Embracing the New Energy series, and now I call it the Living Your Higher Self, the core series, or Living as Your Higher Self, the core series. It is like the fundamentals to help us re-hyphen member who we are, why we're here, what we are capable of, how we can have more satisfying relationships, how we can avoid getting out of balance in just an upper chakra orientation, because many of us become sort of spiritually addicted, where we only care about an upper chakra experience at the expense of our human experience, at the expense of the physical layers and dimensions of this reality, which obviously we chose to be a part of. And I know that because you're here, right? So this series has been honed and updated and upgraded as I've been going through it and sharing it with people from around the globe in 2011. I'm doing it differently this time in that I don't feel like it needs to take 10 weeks. I'm constantly compressing it. When I first shared it, we did it over the course of like three and a half months. I shared a new session every other week. Um, and then I went to once a week, and now I, it's clear to me that we can do this in six weeks. So I'm going to be um, synthesizing the information in some ways, upgrading it as I feel led. And with each week of sharing the content, um, we will have a live call. We will have at least an hour, often it goes to 90 minutes, I've noticed, where you have time to ask a question, um, make a comment, we can discuss a certain topic, um, you can share your insights, we can uh, dialogue about that, and um, not in a debating who's right or wrong kind of way, but like, huh, we see it differently, that's interesting. Um, I love to get all uh, kind of philosophical on things, but I love even more to make light-based energy relevant and applicable in this lifetime right now. That's what I like even more. <laughs> um, so I like to get high in the light-based energy, um, a natural high without medicine or plant-based anything, just, just me and my higher self. And what I love even more is to get real, <laughs> to get real in the light-based energies here. So this series is um, um, it's a very interesting combination that covers um, a, a wide-ranging set of topics. It does increase our sense of confidence um, that there is a plan. I go into detail about the Platinum Age blueprints, as what I call them, for this reality. It helps explain how we got to the state, um, where what phase we're in right now, and where we're headed. Um, 
our role in that individually, the role of mass consciousness in that, um, we get very specific and we um, we go into other areas based on, again, on the Q&A calls. It's a set of information I, I don't think there is elsewhere on the planet. And again, I'm assuming your mastery because I know it's there. I see you. I see the three-year-old version of you that knew you had value and knew you had purpose. And there's a part of me as Jill that hates it, that we've done this separation age, this dark age so well that that three-year-old version of you couldn't be seen by the other humans. That I couldn't look you in the eye and say, I see you. You're amazing. I feel your strength. You're just pretending you're three. I can't wait to see what you're going to be in your life. So even though somebody like me or you didn't get to say that to your three-year-old self, somehow you made it this far. So somehow that strength is still in there. And I hope you feel it. I hope you feel your courage. I want you to feel your mastery. I want to help you identify what your deepest passions are as a soul for who you are, why you care about this place, and what led you to be here, to be so on purpose with hyper clarity about living your purpose, celebrating your life, because you are valuable and you've been valuable. You mattered from the moment you were born. There's nothing you need to do to earn that state of being honorable, being valuable, being appreciated. You were that from the moment you got here and all moments in between, even when you didn't feel it for yourself. So let's just consider what's possible when you are living with that sense of purpose, that sense of clarity, and that bigger ball of energy that's at least the size of the planet, because the, the planetary consciousness we know of as Gaia isn't threatened by your size. She actually would love a few more comrades that aren't crying over her like a baby in poopy diapers. She is sovereign comrade, and she sees you as, com as sovereign as well. And we can live from that sovereignty by claiming it and adjusting any beliefs, any truths, any mental constructs that get in the way of living that way. Our human beliefs, our human truths, and our human mental constructs, again, are just an experience. They're not our identity. So I will teach you in the series, help you remember um, <laughs> the teacher role that you are as well, um, help you remember how energy works in this reality in a completely fresh, divine, platinum age way of looking at all of it so that you can reevaluate whatever needs reevaluating in your personal life and upgrading it from there. So I have a way that I offer of how we do that. Okay? Okay, so the series. Um, let me just go into this briefly and then we'll get to any other uh, questions that you have about the series and what we're offering. So in these 10 sessions, which will be offered over the course of six weeks, we have a video offered for each week, an audio recording, and notes. 
some of us are very visual. So having a set of notes is extremely helpful for some of us. Some of us are very mobile and we don't sit still very much. So you need an audio, <laughs> you need an MP3 file that you can upload for your on the go lifestyle. And you can listen to the series while you're hiking or biking or walking um, or driving your car, you know, in your day job, whatever you do, wherever, wherever you are on the go and whatever you're doing. So it's very uh, multimedia, okay? And um, the Q&A call, all of them are archived. This is a global tribe that I, that I tend to interact with, and it is uh, almost impossible to find one time that meets all of our time zones, let alone our busy lives. So having every single Q&A call archived lets you feel like you're part of that party, even if you can't be there live. The ability for you to email me a question so that that can be included in the Q&A call is, is always um, an option. I've had participants that never joined the live call and they get a lot out of it, okay? Let's see, what else do I want to mention there? Who is it best for? I have seen amazing upgrades be experienced by individuals that are um, that consider themselves new, um, newly conscious, <laughs> newly awake. And I have seen also amazing benefits from beings that have been on their spiritual journey for decades. There was actually one client who is now one of my dearest friends. And she's, she's um, let's see, I think Sandy just turned 70, if I'm right. Yeah, I think she turned 70. Um, and she's been on her spiritual journey since she was in her 20s. A true groundbreaker <laughs> when it, when it you know, there weren't words for meditation and things like that in, in the normal Western culture that she was born into. And she said when she got done with the series the first time, she's done it more than once because I mean, we change, so the information quantumly changes to meet you wherever you are. She said she was mad. She was crying and she was angry and she said, I am pissed, is what she said. And I said, what? What's going on? And she said, I'm mad. I'm mad that it took me all this time to finally get it. And I'm pissed that I had to bang my head against the wall for decades to get to this point. I'm mad at myself that I didn't get it until now. And what I immediately felt in response to her is, Sandy, you're banging the head against the wall. You're feeling like you were swimming through concrete all those years when the energies were not conducive to making it easy. Or what makes it easier now? You were a part of making it this simple and this profound. And then she relaxed and she felt the grace and the honor for herself that she, she knew I was right. It was all those spins around a wheel that felt like we were going nowhere that spun up the energies to where they are now, where we can feel, perhaps for the first time, a profound sense of purpose and activation and connection with our each of our unique higher self components of eternal, infinite, limitless, loving, wise, empowered energy. And it's not just philosophical conversation. It impacts all of those human roles. It makes you a better mom, a better dad, a 
an even, you know, more loving son or daughter or sister or brother or wife or husband or just human or whatever you're doing for career or income or day job or your hobbies, it makes you better at all those things because the energy of a grapefruit isn't as capable of being as the size of a planetary consciousness like Earth, which is available to us. Okay. All right. So let me see how we're doing on time here. Okay, great. Let's shift gears right here. And I want to know what questions you have about the series, about what I do, about what I offer. Um, I'm, I, we're not going to do personal readings or private readings. I do offer those, though, on my website, and I'm open to that. Um, just go ahead and schedule one. And my website is com. So what questions do you have? I know we have some alumni on the phone um, that have taken the series before, and you may have questions about what's different, what's changed, what is changing. Um, And I do have a a special discount to offer um, the alumni. So if you are an alumni and you're participating, um, you're thinking about participating and joining us for this, this revamped, refreshed group experience starting April 30th, I am giving you to honor you for your previous experience and wanting you to join us again. I I love you. Um, I love my clients. I love my audience. I love my comrades here. 75% off. So instead of the full price, you get 75% off, which is um, $300 USD um, experience for this. And for those new to the series that have never done what was formerly known as the Embracing the New Energy series, I will give you 20% off. So instead of $1,200 USD, you get it for $960 USD. And there is a payment option um, on the purchase link, which I'll include um, when I post the archive materials. Okay? All right. So Q&A, so you can type your Q&A in the box or you can raise your hand and again, star two to raise your hand. Okay, so let's look at the Q&A here. Okay, so Acadia Moon, awesome name, is saying, is your, if your higher self is the highest version and is a part of all that is, so it contains everything, then why ask for help from a team? Okay. So your team is your higher self. The reason I use the word team is because higher self, for most of us, we have an energetic imprint on the word self that implies limitation. And for most of us, the energy vibration of the word team implies deeper uh, deeper deeper ranks <laughs> you've got more more skills to play with here so it is the same energy used with a different term the higher self is a team of energy in my in in my uh, personal experience and what i see that we have available to us so most people when they think of a higher self construct um, it's naturally limited, it has a boundary, there, therefore it's not infinite, um, and it's not limitless. When we think of a team, 
um, we tend to get bigger <laughs> in terms of our expectation of what we're accessing there. So it is the same thing. So thank you for that question. Um, and then her follow-on secondary question is, is it okay to just ask for help from your higher self and source consciousness? Yes, of course it is. Um, you, you know, we literally have so much authority here and so much free will. What, we, what we're lacking is awareness of what's possible. That's our primary limitation is, is um, being unclear or um, unaware of the, the, bigger, the bigger opportunity here that, that our souls set in motion when we were born. And I, I love to give you a, a bigger, <laughs> uh, more empowered concept, and that's what I call the Platinum Age Blueprints. And we talk a lot about those in the series and what that is and why it matters and how you can access it, all those things. Okay. Um, Amanda is saying, when we access our higher self, does it transform our physical matter, DNA, body, food? Yes, definitely. Um, anything that's in our energy field, which is a ball, it's a sphere, as we expand our consciousness, we are simultaneously, and I, um, I'll, okay, hang on. As we expand our consciousness, we are expanding that energy field. They go hand in hand, and it is kind of like a chicken and an egg. You could debate, is it is it the consciousness that's expanding the energy field, or is it the trust in a bigger energy field that's expanding the consciousness? I would say yes to both questions. <laughs> uh, through my own personal experiences, it's both. And yes, it does transform those things. Now, I... Um, admittedly and somewhat embarrassingly um, played the game that um, what if I could eat whatever I wanted, even the junkiest junk food, um, and still have my higher vibration. And what I realized is that there is, um, oh, let me just pause for just a minute here. Hang on just a second. Okay, sorry, you guys, just let me pause for a minute. I'm making the recording, and um, I did not make enough disk space. So just pause with me for just a second, please. Let me um, clear out some things here that I don't need so I have enough room to save all of this. Okay, very good. Okay, now let me try and resave that. Okay, please, dear God, <laughs> let that save. Yes. Oh, dang it, it still doesn't have enough room. Oh, I'm so sorry for this, you guys. I should have done this before. Um, 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 um. Mm. <laughs> okay, sweet MacBook Pro, be my friend, be my friend. Okay, I th I think it got it. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Oh, deep breath for all of us here. Let's take a nice deep breath. 
<sighs> okay. So what I realized in that experimentation as I was kind of eating whatever I want and, and seeing if it affected my vibration, in some ways it didn't. Um, I was still able to access um, the, uh, the divine vibration that I know of. I was still able to use my God card. I was demonstrating excuse me, demonstrating my ability to connect in, in all of my client work and the, um, the things I teach and the classes I offer and the um, in-person events that I offer and all those things. And yet at some point I was led to eat healthier and I found that it actually did give me more clarity in my energy field um, that did end up raising my vibration even more. So I've experimented with different things over the, over these years since 2009. And I, continuously I'm finding and exploring even in like new ways to to be me and be my my divine energy um, in in harmony with each other so I also find that for each of us we're led um, uniquely in that way um, related to nutrition and fitness and where we feel like we um, have to live and how much um, you know how much noise and um, uh, you know, some people, some of my clients and living with their higher self energy just cannot uh, feel as functional in a densely populated environment. And others love the energy of a densely populated um, city like New York City or Shanghai or something like that. So every one of us is uniquely tuned to a state of harmony. And I love to help you find what is that sense of uh, divine harmony for you as we explore different options, knowing there's no wrong answer, but there's some answers that are going to feel better to you, and um, I can help with that. Amanda's also asking, can you talk about how our sovereignty permanently upgrades our genetic information? Okay, so the genetic information we are born into will stay exactly the way it is if we are operating from the, I want to say, traditional uh, standard issued equipment of the human energy field. It takes a divine energy input from our higher self, from our divine connection, to um, offer another vibration of energy which changes the genetics. Um, I have a deep appreciation for science, and I love those of us that question things like what I just said, okay? So if you're one of those people, I'm giving you a big high five. I love your skepticism. It's, it's healthy. It's real. And I'm giving you a kiss on the left, <laughs> the left side of your head to honor the left side of your brain that's very rational and pragmatic and beautifully grounded to science and making things real. What I also know to be true is that there are ways that our current modern-day science is limited and attached to the five human senses. We don't have a way of measuring love, but it's real. We don't have a way of measuring feelings, but they're real. So we use proxies like uh, biofeedback, and um, the, the uh, science uses proxies for things like feelings and how they affect the body, right? But it's not really measuring the feeling. It's not really measuring fear. It's measuring the effect of fear on the body. It's measuring the surge of endorphins when you show somebody in an MRI or you ask them to think about their pet and their, their brain chemistry changes. It's the feeling of divine connection and, and even human connection, if they're not divinely connected, um, to that love for that pet that they're, that they're accessing. And it does have verifiable results on something like an, a brain scan, right? 
So I have a healthy appreciation for science and the five human senses. It's just that I don't expect as much from it because of its natural limitation. So I understand why it's there. I understand why there's need for verifiability and all those things. And I also realize that there's many, you know, a, a growing number of experiences I have on an everyday basis that are so real, so verifiable, and yet we don't have the science to prove it yet. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. That doesn't mean it's not real. You don't have to wait for science to prove what you know is real from your personal experience. Okay? We we do it all the time, <laughs> right? You know you know you love someone or you know you don't love someone or that you hate someone and you don't ask for science to prove it. So you do it probably more often <laughs> than you think. Uh, those those prove it to me, the prove it to me crowd that wants to get real. Um, so I have a I have a nice hybrid of wanting to get real, like I said, and wanting to get high. And in the middle is this beautiful construct that we can work from. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me see if there's. The moderator has left the conference. Hello, everybody. This happens sometimes. I'm sure it happens to you guys, too, where I, I we just lose connection and my Skype just, uh, plunk, it just dropped. <laughs> so anyway, I'm here. Um, what I realized with those fellow masters is that they felt like clearing was a never-ending process. And I think at some point, because some of them had been doing this kind of work, their their version of their work for decades, they just felt like there was constant clearing, constant, um, like you'd never be done clearing. And I just, and they were using clearing as almost like an excuse for not fully claiming the light that they are. They felt like they couldn't claim the light until they had fully cleared, right? First you do A and then you get B. And yet what I was so clearly guided from my team is, no, claim your light and then you won't even maybe even need to, you won't even feel the need to clear. 
what it, and they said just claim your light and what i realized is that it's kind of um one metaphor um would be that i have two daughters they're 12 well, one's 13 this thursday um and 9 i would never send them into a you know a dark dirty dingy dirty room that had no light and say okay i want you guys to clean that room and no cobwebs no dust no debris, just get it all clean. And they go in there totally blind in the dark saying, how do we know it's clean? You need your light to see what needs to be cleaned or what needs to be adjusted, you guys. Okay, so just, I mean, that's huge <laughs> what, what we just offered there. You don't have to be clear to claim the light that you are. Your lack of clarity or the sense of debris is your experience. Your light is your identity. By claiming your identity as eternally light, which is in alignment with your higher self, you completely adjust everything about your energy. And I, I, I help you through all the ways to, to guide you to redirect your energy so that you can have that light-based perspective, the expanded consciousness perspective on all of that. And then you have much more clarity about, oh, well, wow, that truth, that belief, that doesn't even suit me anymore. I don't need to clear every day, maybe for you, if that's your truth, right? I don't do a clearing exercise every day. I have other sorts of kind of daily things I do to maintain and nurture and support and provide compassion for the light-based energy that I am. And I encourage us to do that. And then each of us through our lives will... Um, I what I've realized is naturally sort of access, especially through materials like what we're offering, another way of being your light right alongside all of those other, other ways of being. Okay? Yeah. It's, pre it's pretty amazing if you think about it. It's a completely different way of being it. And again, for those of you on this call that have been on your spiritual path for decades, deep bow to you, brother and sister. Everything that you may have complained about or been frustrated about that wasn't working, you helped make it work <laughs> now that we have another way of doing it. Okay, so I honor you and I appreciate you for it. I mean, I, I've been told it felt like you were swimming in concrete all those years ago, um, accessing this consciousness and accessing these expanded um, energy dimensions and realms and vibrational states and frequencies. So thank God for you being here. So Katrina, I, I agree with you. It is not necessary uh, to clear out old patterns and energy. Why don't, why not just like in an, why not just like with an upgrade in your operating system on a computer, you just, you just put the new one um, alongside or in place of the old one and you try it out. And just like Apple is so notorious for doing, if you find little kinks, you adjust those as you go. <laughs> it's all okay. We are pioneers adjusting this process. <laughs> okay, Michelle from British Columbia saying, uh, XO, 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 thank you so much for delivering these messages. Love hearing what I felt in my heart. Is daily meditation the best way to access our spiritual senses, gifts, talents, divine energy? Like you, I have had some great info offered to me in the shower, LOL. <laughs> I am laughing out loud. That is good. 
Um, Michelle, daily meditation is definitely one way. Learning how to meditate for someone like me, with I, I consider myself very mental. Um, so for me, I didn't even know I could uh, like achieve a meditative state. But when I did, um, uh, through anyway, I talk about that in an intro to medica- meditation class I offer on my website. But um, once I kind of uh, had kind of made success and progress in that way, that's when I really started to delve into that higher slash inner sensory awareness system. So daily meditation is a great way to do it. Um, we talk about this in actually session 10 of the series. So again, Michelle, fellow master, <laughs> not surprised that you're jumping right to that. Actually, in session 10, um, a group of ascended master energies that we know of as, um, for example, Buddha was a part of that, that message, Jesus was a part of that message, and a host of other masters of light from other timelines of humanity came forward. And um, I don't want to give away the punchline. I, this, I don't want this to be like a spoiler alert, but Jesus, so I won't. So Jesus basically offered a completely different way of looking at what is the goal of expansion. What is the goal of raising your vibration? Is it about a gift or an ability or and or is it about a way of being and a way of receiving the light that you are creating from that light in this reality and sharing that light as you are led uniquely from your passions, your values, your interests. And it was a I mean when I got to session 10 as I was initially receiving that information, I expected it to be one thing. And it was something totally different. And I think I was like a puddle of melted God goo on the floor after I received session 10 because my linear brain had set up an expectation and they melted it with love and divine wisdom of, oh, my God, it was never even about that. Like, oh, my God, I get it now. I get it now. And I know one client that participated um a few years ago, she had the same experience that she emailed me after session 10, very strong brain and highly intelligent woman. Um, she chose a very strong brain to work with in this reality. And she was like, oh, my God, I get it. And if with, I do an intro meditation and a closing meditation in every single session, um, all of the 10 sessions over the over the weeks that we offer the course. And she said that closing meditation, I felt my higher self for the first time ever. She said, I, it's weird for me because I feel a very uh, teary and emotional from the experience. And she said, she said that was uncomfortable for her, but she also said, I feel more alive than I've ever felt before. She's 58 years old. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, one other thing here, uh, Sherry from uh, Poughkeepsie, I hope I'm saying that right, New York, she's saying, can chronic illness block you from receiving upgrades in energies because being ill means you're out of balance? Um, I, I get what you're asking, Sherry, and I encourage you um, to look at it another way because, again, um, and I, I applaud you because I totally understand why we do this. We, we tend to do everything linear. When I do this, then I'll get this, right? And what you are doing is, um, well, what I imagine you're doing here is saying, when I get rid of this illness, then I, then I can receive upgrades in energies. And I encourage you to separate the two. Let your higher self assist you in receiving any upgrades in energies so that then you can access a version of you that is well 
and thriving and strong and I would say pain-free. Add that to your list of invocations. And that is what you need to access full healing to address the chronic illness. You have to have that in order to address the chronic illness. Otherwise, again, it's like sending your sending you yourself into that lack of light room, asking you to clean up what's there, hoping you get it right with no light to use to see what's what and whether it's clean or not and whether there's cobwebs in the ceiling or dirt still on the floor. You don't have to clean it all up to access the light that you are. That's an earning it approach, um, which is... I would say unproductive and unnecessary and there's a whole different way to do it. Okay? Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, I hope you guys can hear me now. I think you can because you're still on there. <laughs> That's a good sign. Even though I dropped off, I'm back. Okay, good. Um, all right. Anyone on the phone have anything they want to add? Um, you can press star two to do that. And we'll just spend a couple more minutes here and then we'll continue. I saw Kriya here from Washington. Hi, Kriya. Um, I met her at a, a retreat recently. She says, hi, Jill. I miss you. I'm really enjoying your conference. Thank you for sharing your love and passion for the uplifting of humanity. Is there a daily routine that you can recommend we can use to practice receiving, listening, allowing, and being in connection with our higher self? Do you have a favorite routine that you follow to allow more in-tunement, or do you go with the flow every day? My natural Claire, and she means the, the like Claire audience, Claire sentience, Claire cognizance, those sorts of things, that comes through for me is Claire cognizance. So sometimes I have a hard time differentiating between the feeling of the mind and the feeling of the higher self. It's so subtle. I agree. And I, I teach the same thing, Kriya, that it's it's very subtle. Those um, This higher sensory awareness system is very, very different than our five human senses. It's, it is the same sensation of when you get an idea. When you get an idea, it's graceful and loving, and it, it just kind of pops in or just kind of floats through your energy field. It doesn't bang on your door. It doesn't have bright, shiny lights, you know, making your pupils um, tiny little balls because the bright is so light. It's very subtle, and it takes some practice to adjust to those. When I was first um, coming online, I, I definitely, um, it was a mission for me to have a meditative experience. And um, again, in the intro to meditation class, I talk more about that and I, I can help offer um, my expertise in that area in front of what I learned. And um, anyway, so there's that opportunity, but that was critical. And I do believe it is critical in um, meditation and um, balancing the, the inner voice with the mental voice is part of what we talk about in, I think it's session two. Um, it might be session three. I think it's session three. Um, I can't remember which, which order we did that in. But anyway, that's one of the, um, we have a whole session on kind of doing that and, and what it means and what it looks like and tools and techniques. And again, we have the Q&A call for if something didn't translate well for you, then we'll fix it and address it right there. Um, but daily meditation, yes. But now over time, I pretty much go with the flow. I don't have a daily practice. Um, I like probably all of you and I'm an extremely busy person. I'm, you know, the CEO of this business. I'm a spiritual practitioner. I'm a comrade to communities like this. 
and a mother of two fairly young girls. Um, I'm a wife. I'm a you know homemaker, if you will, and we travel a lot. My my family is very busy. We live a very blessed life. Um, my husband's a very busy um, executive for a publicly traded company. He travels a lot, so I have got a lot of balls in the air. Um, and I do as I naturally feel led for um, nurturing the light of God that I am and that we each are. We are each a unique representation, representation of that. I was so left-brained um, for the first 38 years of my life and um, semi-structured, not not really, but structured in some ways. But um, I find my my spirit-based energy, my light-based energy, so playful and so calming and and also so wise that I don't want to define it and make it like okay here's step one here's step two um, I don't I don't want to confine it and box it in in that way so for me I haven't really looked for like a daily routine but I know that some do um, so that's not my way of doing it and I honor um, you each of you for kind of trusting your own natural tendencies and they may evolve over time but if you feel like you want a daily practice that's great um i don't teach that and uh but that doesn't mean i don't recommend it it's just not what i do okay all right okay very good let's take one last question here um shiny blue stars God, i love your guys's names <laughs> these are so cool um says is there a meditation provided with each call yes Actually, yes. Okay, so there's a meditation. Um, there's a there's an invocation and a, um, a conscious breathing exercise at the beginning of every session. And remember, there's ten of those. There's a very highly tuned, highly deeply activated meditation and activation at the at the end of each session of the ten sessions, and at the beginning of every Q and A live call. There's also conscious breathing at the beginning, and I tend, I think I did a meditation, and I will do a meditation uh, with every call. So meditation and f helping you personally experience your light-based, divine, thriving, wellness, wholeness, um, higher self energy, your, your God energy is definitely a part of, of what brings it all in to make it real. Um, in your everyday life. So, yes, that is definitely a part of each experience. Okay, great question. Okay, Ellen from Virginia is saying, I have been on a spiritual path for over 65 years. She's 77 years old. She, she says, I am 77 years old. Wow, since, oh, my, I love that you started so young, Ellen. I love you. Okay, and she's saying, and my physical health is disintegrating rapidly. Do I have enough time and energy left to really get this and be of use? Oh, Ellen, I don't know if you can feel it, but I am, as my light body, expanding myself to the point that, again, within the size of the planet, you guys, right? So I definitely have the ability to expand my energy field to include reaching from where I am in Idaho to Virginia to give you an energetic hug and look you in your eyes of your 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 um, energy field and offer to you you've been of use since you've been here Ellen you've been more on purpose than it sounds like you realize 
there is no boxes left to check for you, and you didn't come with a check-the-box soul signature. You came with a, I wonder how much light I can be in this reality kind of profile and mission. And given that you've been doing this since you were not even 10, no, since you were 12 years old, so am I doing the math right? Five? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Since you were 12 years old, you've been doing this and your ability to access that and be that you've been doing it. You have been doing it. So I hope that you can feel that potentially now more than you ever have before, because that's the higher self perspective that I'm seeing when I look at you. Okay. I'm sorry that your physical health is deteriorating. This The physical body can only take so much of the separation-aged energy, can't it? And that's why the human lifespan is so short. Um, so uh, I just honor you, sister, for all that you are, all that you've ever been, and all that you choose to be for all the days and hopefully years that you decide you want to stay, okay? And I hope that perhaps from this moment forward, you can perhaps choose to live your life with the knowing that you actually can't be off purpose. That it's impossible that everything you've ever been and everything you've ever set in motion is adding to the experience, the collective experience of what it feels like for Source to be in human form. That's, that can't be off purpose. Yeah, see, it's a completely different way of looking at things. Oh, you guys, if I could just unplug some of these separation age programs. Um, Karma is a separation age program. Um, the Buddhism approach of, of mindfulness, which um, says, well, there's different ways that it's interpreted, but mindfulness, the concept of mindfulness that says there's, that enlightenment is, is to not have desires, to not have curiosities. I, I, I wish in some ways that I could just kind of remove that program and put it on a shelf so that someone can get outside of it enough to, to see its limitations and that there's so much more so that they don't have to become so, I want to say, falsely loyal to um, it as an identity so that they can consider for themselves and add online another way of looking at themselves in addition to what works for them with mindfulness or Hindu practices or a yoga approach or any other sort of of sense of connection with, with source energy and expanded consciousness, adding, leaving yourself more room <laughs> that there's, there may be another layer to add on to it, or you may decide to completely replace that operating system, if you will, with another belief system, another truth that gives you more direct access to your higher self energy. That's what I was looking for. That's what I accessed. And that's what I love to help other people access for themselves and try out right? It, you're not, I'm not asking you to give up what you already have. I'm offering you another menu item to consider. I'm not trying to pull you out of anything. Part of me as a, like a control freak version of Joe probably is, but, but my higher self version of me knows better and says, it's okay. It's all an experience. <laughs> but you're saying you want to experience your higher self more or you wouldn't be on this call. So um, yeah, we've got, we've got tools. <laughs> we've got skills. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Heidi. By the way, she's saying yes, can hear you fine now. I appreciate you letting me know that. 
Okay, beautiful ones. So that feels like a wrap-up here. Um, I'm guessing my slides just went right off the screen there. Okay, we did the questions. Um, okay, so I haven't done this before, but it just makes perfect sense to do this. Um, so I talked about the discounts. Um, so 20% off for those that are new to the series, which is a noticeable discount. This is a this is a meaningful series. I mean, it, it's six weeks. It used to be 10 weeks. It's 20, well, let's see, how many hours is it? It's 10, it's probably 15 to 20 hours of content, um, tons of notes, um, plus you have the live call experiences um, where you can ask anything. Um, and I love your questions. <laughs> Those created, I, that created, your awesome questions of a group like this created a whole special offer is what I offered on Healing with the Masters. I mean, I, I love those Q&A calls because what you ask sometimes guides me in directions with my guide card, God card, and guide card. <laughs> That's funny. That I hadn't thought of to ask. So I love your questions. They, they all matter because you matter. Um, so those are some of, you know, some of my uh, favorite moments in some ways. I'm also offering a guarantee. And I haven't done this before, but I get that, you know, there's a version of me from um, my beginning, uh, my process that uh, had I heard that I was that the spiritual teacher in this text, in this context, was basically saying, hey, if you try this out, and this is what I'm offering you, if you try this out, and in the first two weeks of the experience, you decide, you know what, this isn't for me, I will give you back the prorated amount of what you have, uh, what you haven't experienced. So for example, um, if you go, we're signing up for a six week experience, right? If you've gone two weeks, whatever sessions we didn't cover, I will prorate that from the full price that you paid and give that back to you. And by the way, you would get to keep what you had purchased, um, the portion that you did experience. Okay, so if in the first week you're like, you know what, this isn't for me for whatever reason. That doesn't mean I'm wrong or you're wrong. We're just not a match, and that's okay. I totally honor you. I want you to find what works for you, okay? And if it's what, what I offer and what I do, it would be an honor and a privilege to work with you knowing that you are a masterful soul and that you are here as a volunteer to assist this reality by totally redefining what, what we each are, what you are as a human. Um, I get excited about that. That's, that's my passion. That's, my, that's what I love is to witness that, let alone be able to support it in some way. Um, so if we're not a match and you decide that in the first week, then we would prorate any of the sessions that haven't been shared yet at that time. Okay. So there's a guarantee for you, for someone that's maybe unsure, maybe skeptical, thinking about it, but just isn't quite sure and doesn't want to put the money on the line. I get it. And if you haven't experienced my work and you're like, there's no way that if you're one of those people that I want to know more about this teacher before I, I go all in with such a, with such a six week, deep six week experience in my, uh, the blog section of my website. So jillreneefeeler.com under blogs. There are lots of different articles, um, lots of my articles, well, pretty much everyone I've submitted to the Sedona, Sedona Journal of Emergence have been published. Um, so that's, uh, from what I've heard from others, that's kind of hard to do, and I don't have a problem getting mine published and their written, their written stuff. So that, make, that makes me happy that it gets shared there. 
Um, I have videos there and gifted webinars. There's lots of kind of samples of my work that are pretty rich and juicy, but nowhere else do I cover this foundational series of information other than this series, formerly known as the Embracing the New Energy series, now known as the Living as Your Higher Self, the core series. All right, so I hope that was helpful. If you still have questions um, that you want to ask me, please just shoot me an email at jill at jillreneefeeler.com. I'm going to be most accessible from now until Saturday because on Sunday um, I have a group of 17 people plus myself that's going to uh, journey and adventure with me to Cancun. Um, we're doing an ancient Mayan wisdom, ancient Mayan wisdom sacred uh, journey experience where we have two days of workshop and then uh, four days of visiting the amazing temples and sites there, um, just playing as our higher selves while also going through amazing activations and expansions and really um, highly activating materials to expand our consciousness and expand our energy fields and further tune us to uh, divine energy. So from Sunday um, the 19th to Sunday the 26th, that's going to be um, I'm going to be harder to reach, and the series launches April 30th. So if you have questions um, between now and Saturday, shoot them my way. Um, otherwise, I'll get to them as soon as I can once I'm back from um, Cancun. Um, I guess that would be around the 27th that I'd be getting back to you. Okay. Oh, you guys, let's just take a minute uh, to relax our shoulders again and close our eyes, and just. Take some nice deep breaths here. We'll do a little closing ceremony. Ah, let's have your palms up on your knees. Ah, and I just encourage you to, with your palms up in a, a symbolism of receiving, just receive a sense of love and imagine that everything you've ever wanted to know or to feel or to have in terms of consciousness and divine energy actually is within our grasp right now in this reality. And perhaps that's exactly why you wanted to incarnate, was to almost like prove to your higher self that it could be done even from where humanity is, even from the family that you were born into, even from um, some potentially tragic circumstances that you've that you've lived through no matter what you identify as your your own version of limitation that even amidst that you have access to a deeply soulful energy because it's not about what you earn it's not about good deeds it's not about karma and clearing and soul contracts and soulmates and all of those experiences it can also be just as simple as claiming, knowing you're entitled to, that you have authority to have your divine energy fully restored to you right now. And then what do you want to do? And then what do you want to be? That's what you get to decide. I have far too much honor for you to try to try to dictate where you're going to go. That's where your masterful free will comes in, dear one, right? I, that, this is where I get to watch as a witness and, and cheer you on and celebrate and be like, oh, my God, look at what you're doing. Look at what you are. 
look at how your personality has uh, if in some ways upgraded to your perspective of your higher self and you're receiving more love, you're feeling more confident, you're feeling more clear because you have access to an awareness of what this reality is, what it was meant for, what we set it up for, and uh, insights and knowledge about this crazy cycle we've been in and how you can expand beyond that, that limitation and be whatever you want to be. Okay? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this, right? Okay, so we get started on April 30th. I would love to have you be part of that experience. I'd love to meet you um, and partner with you in this amazing community that comes together for these experiences. I, I hope that you're part of that, okay? All right, so email me again with questions, jill at jillreneefeeler.com. I'm sorry that we went over. Gosh, we almost went two hours here. You had great questions, though, so it, it took up more time than I expected. Um, it's worth it, right? And time is fairly illusory in this reality anyway. <laughs> so, okay. I love you guys so much. The website is com, And if you want to look um, more closely at the actual special um, offer here, um, just go into store and online classes. And then you'll see the Living as Your Higher Self, the core series. And there's another set of kind of context there to consider, okay? And I will be posting on that page the archive of this call. Um, and I'll also be posting this on the page where you access the call-in information for those that participated live, okay? One other thing I just want to mention here is that anytime you are uh, sharing from uh, the broader dimensional states of awareness and being of your higher self, you are up 